0: R.J. accidentally discovers the lifestyle and then shares his fantasy years later with Ashley. Ashley, coming out of a different type of lifestyle relationship, struggles at first, but then falls in love with her newfound enjoyment of what the lifestyle can bring.
1: All right, we're back at the sex apartment. Ashley and R.J., welcome. Welcome. We've been hoping to get you guys into the sex apartment for a while now. So it's great that we finally have you guys here.
2: We are very excited to be here.
1: Absolutely.
0: Super excited. We're excited to have you.
1: So I'd like to uh, dig in first, as we always do, with how you guys got started.
2: When I was 21, a group of my friends, we went out to a bar, and I noticed a very good-looking older woman, I guess, cougar, if you would, excellent sitting at the end of the bar and caught eyes a couple times and decided to uh, grow a pair and walk over and introduce myself. As I did, everything was going really well and almost too easy, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and, in our discussions of the evening, she uh, offered to uh, bring me back to her home, but she kind of said that uh, there was a catch to it. Oh, boy. <laughs> are, you know, that's not something you want to hear, especially when you're a 21-year-old man out at a bar. And she tells me to turn around and she goes, to see that guy sitting over in the corner. And now I'm like, I'm like, really like, well, my, where is this going? She goes, well, that's my husband. Now I'm thinking he's like going to come at me with a bat or something now, <laughs> right. so and she's like, no, actually, we do this often. And um, he would like to uh, watch when we go back to our house. Now I'm like, uh, this is weird, <laughs> but hot at the same time. Say, but I'm like, So honestly, I was like, all right, this is OK. Let's let's do this. So we decided, decided to take her and we followed him back to their house because they were like, you know, I usually drive with the person that's coming with us just so. He doesn't get weirded out. And like, whatever, this is, you know, your world. I'm just You're living sure, in it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever,
1: whatever it takes, like <laughs>
2: So we go back to her house and I just played and it was very interesting. And he just kind of sat in the corner and watched while I basically had his wife on the bed. And it was, it was quite interesting and it was a lot of fun. And that was my very first taste of the lifestyle.
1: See, that reminds me of a story back with my first wife. We went out to a hibachi dinner with a unicorn, actually. We were sitting there talking to the chef. The girls were like, hey, you should come back and hang out with us after after you get off so he's like okay yeah sure he gets off and he shows up at the house a little bit later the girls start making out and you could tell he's like wait what do i do and he starts looking at me looks back at them looks at me and then goes i think i gotta go and he gets up and walks out His loss. Fast forward a couple of weeks later when we go to the Hibachi place again. He goes, yeah, I, I just didn't know how that was supposed to work. Were you and I supposed to be doing something? I go, oh, no, no, that's not how that was going to work. So, and he goes, wait, so what was I going to do? I said, well, you were going to fuck both of them, but I did instead. He goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> Redo. <laughs> but anyway, back to you. So you have that experience. Yes.
2: and That was my very first taste. And then... Fast forward a couple of years, I had done nothing since then. I was going like, to say that so was a one and done. That was a one and done type thing. Never even exchanged phone numbers. I had been to that bar numerous times afterward, never saw them.
1: Like every day for the next three months.
2: Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Six months, actually. But, but, yeah. but no, never saw them again. It was just, Like you said, it was a one and done type thing. And, just, and then they, I just rode off to the sunset and that was it. And then fast forward a few years, I got into a relationship with a very attractive ex-stripper because she was not stripping at the time. She had gotten all the money she needed for law school, so she was good. (laughs) and then we had gotten into a situation where she was getting really turned on we were out and about like at a club just dancing and whatever and she got really turned on watching somebody else we'd gotten to talking and she asked if I would ever want to watch and I'm like watch who at the time and she was like well would you want to watch me and I'm like sure like I'll watch you do anything whatever you know so that's how we ended up getting into that and she got to the point where she would have bulls at the time I didn't realize I was a stag so to speak but I didn't realize how much I liked the hot wife lifestyle until i realized i was watching her and i'm like wow this is amazing
1: it is one of my favorite things
2: yeah it's it's fantastic
0: at a risk of becoming too repetitive and defining the titles that rj has mentioned we have a link in the show notes defining bull stag hot wife and vixen
2: it's not for everybody. You definitely have to have thick skin to do it, but you also have to realize that your partner is putting on a show for you. And I look at it almost like I have my own personal porn star. Yes, that that is right here in front of me, and that's that's I just can't get over that. So then when you go forward with it and you watch them, and it's like, wow, this is amazing. It's like I don't even have to pay six ninety nine a month for this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, I mean, I've discovered it's a lot more expensive than that, yeah. but. <laughs> But then in,
2: it, eventually, it got to a point where morals were coming into question. She started seeing one person a little bit more than we were in agreement with. Because as you guys know, and as most people know, in the lifestyle, there are rules. You kind of set forth those rules with your partner beforehand. And you usually don't stray from those rules until you've talked about that. You know, you got to have that open communication 100%. for sure. Yep. And so she started seeing this one guy a lot. I was okay with it at first, but then it started... She started hiding things. She wasn't telling me she was seeing them. She wasn't, you know, being open and honest with her communication with me about seeing him. Eventually, the lifestyle turned into her basically cheating. There is a thin line there, but there is a line there. There is a line. It's it's so,
1: a, and it's not even that thin. It's very clear when yeah when the partner is doing something you don't agree with. Yes. And you guys have that discussion of, hey, what you're doing isn't making me comfortable. And they go too fucking bad. I'm doing it anyway. Exactly. That's the that's difference. That's where the problem is.
2: That's the difference is is when you voice that, that your opinion about you're not being okay with it and they still go ahead and do it. That's where the difference lies. And that's basically what ended up happening there. And I got out of the lifestyle because I just I couldn't handle that. I was okay with everything that was going on, but I was not satisfied with somebody taking advantage of me. I felt I was taking advantage of at that point. Been there.
0: You may remember from episode 3, G has experience with his past exes breaking trust under the guise of the lifestyle. Again, proving why trust and communication is so important. The lifestyle should never be considered a healthy way to cheat within a relationship, and the lifestyle is not an excuse to have sex with anyone at any time.
2: Yeah, because it's, it's oh my God, I'm with some guy who's allowed me to go out and fuck whoever I want. It's like, I'm going to take advantage of that. And it's like, no, within reason. Right. Given our yeah. communication, that's you know what we need here. So and then from then on, I got out of it, always had it in the back of my mind, always utilized it when I would surf the various porn sites. And that would be one of my first search keywords is hot wife. So, so those are always fun. And always, I love enjoying watching those. And now I'm in the relationship I'm in now. And I, I'm glad I have the hot wife that I do. So it's, it's amazing. So
1: then you guys get together. How long into your relationship before this, this this was actually brought up? Five minutes?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. That but that's a really great question. When we first got together, we were past the whole, you know, courting and dating, if you will, and and now we're nice and sexually active. <laughs> Things are getting hot and heavy. There were certain kinks that I had in particular that I felt like I was having a hard time hiding. We had not gotten that into depth of his past, his ex and his divorce and things like that were where we started. We didn't go that far back into that. And I don't, I think he was so in tune of having this relationship and marriage before me where that was that hard. No, that I don't, i really don't think he thought that this would be brought up again in his life so um,
1: before we go to but i do want to delve back into these other kinks that you were trying to hide <laughs> at first but knew you couldn't
3: so i was in a dom submissive relationship before meeting rj the only reason i loved everything about that that relationship he and that was that was my experience in the in the lifestyle if you will Uh, That was just determined between him and I. All of that was new, and we were in a pretty long relationship a good couple years. That you know, I had a very strong relationship with this Dom. I I was the sub, I should specify there. Our relationship ended honestly after that relationship, that dom submissive relationship in the bedroom, didn't stay in the bedroom. And it was brought into my everyday relationship of being dominant of all sorts of behavior. And that's when I couldn't stay in that relationship. I also this was also something my family did not know. And they were getting the wrong impression of him and thinking he was controlling and you know there was a lot of extras to that. And once we could not agree to only keep that in the bedroom, it just needed to end. I went on to dating very vanilla style. After that, he was that was my only experience. Oh, just like RJ said, he kind of kept some of those things in the back of his head. Those were his uh, keywords for porn searches, things like that. That was that was definitely me, one hundred percent. And then when we started getting all hot and heavy again, those some of those submissive kinks that I had and things I like, some things that are a little bit wanting, a little bit rougher. It could be it was range. Yeah, when from, she turned
2: and said, "Choke me," I was like. <laughs> All right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. exactly.
3: So I was having. We have an amazing sex life. We have always had an extremely strong sexual tension between ourselves. I guess
2: sexual connection.
3: Yes, but in before, but before we were together, that yes, I, yes. that sexual tension between us was there. It was just undeniable. And now sexual yes, attraction. Yes. You now are. it's a connection. <laughs> um <laughs> I think he was curious about these kinks and this behavior. I think he started to catch on I don't have a very vanilla girl on my hands and I need to kind of explore where this is coming from and so he utilized telling me about his past and the lifestyle to bring out my past like when if he was telling me all of these experiences I felt more comfortable to to tell him about my past relationship so that's our story on my end is shorter with just saying that that's, oh, well, that's we,
1: we haven't even scratched that surface. <laughs> <laughs> so he says to you, Hey, I used to enjoy the hot wifing experience. Is this something you had heard of prior to this or?
3: So I don't, I'm sure you guys are familiar with like 50 shades of gray and sure, he, he tells her to do a nice Google search. I highly do not recommend anybody do that. Um, don't Google this. It's not. So that's what I did. I fell right into that of everything he was telling me. I started googling, and it was all very overwhelming to me very fast. I was like he did what and and there are just are so many components to the lifestyle in general, so I wasn't exactly sure what he like actually partook in like what would what, what was he actually involved in versus what did he let you know i it gave me a list of questions to give him, but i I got intimidated very fast, so I actually think I took a couple of steps back from him because I felt overwhelmed. Doing a Google search without a lot of knowledge or
0: context around the different sexual lifestyles may end up leaving you with more questions than answers. If you are searching for answers, people who are in the lifestyle are really the best to ask. We are always happy to answer any questions. Don't hesitate to reach out or email us at humpdayquickies at gmail.com or on any other platform. The links are in the show notes.
2: Well, the, the first initial conversation into the whole thing was I asked her to tell me a story of a past conquest. And that's kind of where it started. And she didn't know what to do. She wasn't quite sure as to what to say or how to say things because she didn't want to disappoint me. That was her thing. She didn't want to disappoint me. And I was just like, no, just tell me. Just talk to me about what you did. Talk to me about what he did. Talk to me about what you guys, how you met him, how it happened, how it, like, the build up. I was like, oh, yeah, just tell me a story. It's like, it's like, a you know, my own personal erotica. Yeah, and that's which how I it did started. Not, I
3: didn't understand that at first. I thought with us just started dating, we were do, playing that 21 questions, getting to know you. And when you talked about a past experience, you know oh how big was he and you're like oh no he was so small <laughs> you know you. whatever it is like oh honey no don't you don't you fret about that you know but he was just like but when he would get this disappointed look on his face or that little sigh like when i was like oh it wasn't that great and he, i'm like oh, shit uh, tell me
2: he was the size of a baby's arm i'm
3: I like know? go ahead I, I didn't understand i was I'm like tell me the good one I the <laughs> yeah. was like, okay yeah. next story then you know and i was like where are we going with this
0: G will use pillow talk time to hear about the men in my past and my past sexual adventures with them. It seemed to be easier to share my history during these intimate moments at the beginning of our relationship. While I feel I've always struggled to give him the details he really wants to hear, it definitely was one of the ways that ended up leading us into the lifestyle together seeing how turned on he gets when he hears the stories, and the same goes for me. I enjoy hearing him tell me what
3: he wants to see me do. Some fantasies do come true. He was really big into pillow talk, and I had to understand that that switch. So after the Google searches, those were done and I brought all my questions to him and he was able to teach me more about exactly what he was talking about, definitions of things and calm me down a little bit. I think my head was spinning. I but now it was in a good way. Now it was like pure curiosity. I think as a sub and for so long boundaries are such a big thing within a relationship. And, you know, there's just some, you just do not cross or just me being uh, a submissive person in general was I didn't want to push this. I didn't want to cross any lines. This was such a refreshing, just breath of fresh air when he was like, I honestly was really turned on. You were like, I want you to do things you've never done before. I want to show you things you've never seen before. Like I want to open all these doors. And I almost thought this was not going to work. Work because I had come from such a submissive, you know, nature and relationship that the opposite came over me. And I felt like I had all this freedom and we, that we were exciting. This was, this was so cool. And so that led into him asking if I wanted to go to a sex club with him and, you know, everything now we've talked about and I've learned about, and we've searched and pillow talked, you know, it was like, this is, we can go see this now. You, do you want to go? We went.
1: Now, when you first sprung this on her, Mm-hmm. It was. Oh, I was in the lifestyle. Is that is that where he left it the first time?
3: Okay, I said what? <laughs> so, what? Well, I'm, I'm just
1: now. Was this a, Was this a sitting together conversation? It text initially conversation, started or? as like
2: a uh, pillow talk conversation where I actually like asked her to tell me a story. And she was like, what? And I was like, well, just, you know, let's just have some and like while we're foreplaying, just, you know, tell me something. And that's when she's talking about like, oh, he was so small. And I'm like, no, no, tell me the juicy details. <laughs> tell me the good shit. And so that's when that's that's initially how it was broken up and broken into. And
3: well, he used a lot of definitions in the beginning of his past relationship of like being a stag and. You know, different things in the hot wife dynamic in general. These are things I'd never heard before. I didn't understand what he meant. So to go through and hear all these definitions and understand exactly what he was talking about, I have a really close guy friend that I've been best friends with my whole life. Very open communication and just that person you can share everything with and without RJ's knowledge i shared some of this with him especially being a guy and was like i think maybe just making sure i was okay like am i okay am i in a safe situation is this creepy i this was so new this took my friend off guard being a guy but he had more knowledge than I did and said, you know, these things do exist. And he started telling me things about, as he said, you know, guys like him. And I start again, this is this intimidation factor. And he talked about like being a cuckold. Like this was the definition of what he was taking him to be and and sharing that with me. And I was like, this is not what I want. This is not, oh my gosh, this is, this is bad. But positive to this conversation I had with my friend led me to go to him and say, I do not want this. I do not like the way this sounds. I'm panicked. This is crazy. And he did a really good job of, like you said, it was a sit-down conversation. Like, okay, we're going to sit sit down. down. We're going to take 10 steps back. I'm going to re-explain this, but I'm going to dumb it way down. Exactly. Like explain to you what what it really was. And I was much more comfortable after that
1: conversation. And what was it that sparked your curiosity? (laughs) I think it was that I brought
2: up the fact that she can, you know, fuck other people. You know, and she never had had that sexual freedom before. I think the curiosity of, wait, I'm allowed to go do this with whoever I want? As, yeah. as long as I know about it, as long as I'm aware of the situation, as long as, you know, we stay in open communication.
3: We really stayed true yeah. to the hot wife dynamic from the start. And this is where he started everything. And so coming from, to be completely honest on how my mind was working through this was not viewing him as a dominant, as the same as the person from the past. But if I did this, he would love me more. He would like me more. I was more attractive to him, you know. So I started thinking that was that submissive nature to me that kind of clicked in. And I was like, he's giving me... Me all these freedoms to do these things, which was nice. I didn't grasp that right away. It was more he's telling me things that he likes, things that gets him off, things that, like he said, he's searching in his porn search, and I don't, I don't want him to have to do that. I want him to watch me. I want these things, you know, between him and I. And so I think that was the curiosity. Was like I'm up for it. Put me in, coach. Uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> type of thing. Like I want. I wanted him to watch me. I wanted to try these things to to please him. I didn't really realize how much satisfaction I was going to get out of it yet because it was so new. I really wanted to do it for him.
1: You said, do you want to go to a sex club? Was that first experience here? This was yes. pillow yes. talk and hey, let's go to a sex club? Yes. I had been to a sex club one time
2: before with the previous partner, but it didn't really pan into anything and we weren't there very long and it just wasn't, I don't know if maybe I was expecting too much and it was just like it. I was expecting like, you know, everybody having sex all over the place as soon as we walk in the door. And it's not like that at all. You know, so so I didn't I just like I said, I just went one time and then that was it. And then we went together and sky's the limit from there. That's a lot of smiles. All right. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) go to the club the first time. What are the things that we talk about heading into this trip? Establishing
2: rules for sure. Um, And what were these rules? Anything goes for her was pretty much the one rule. She had specific rules that she didn't like her hair being pulled. Stuff like that. Um she had the last to say In anything that she was going to do, I know that there's some relationships out there where the guy just brings somebody in, and it's like she fucks him no matter what, and it's like she has no say. But she had all the say. I I might have pointed out somebody that I was like, oh, what about him? What about him? She didn't say yes; it was definitely a no.
3: Rules were a little bit difficult to establish going in. Me (coughs) never being there, never I didn't know what we were really walking into, so I wouldn't say there was too many. But he gave me the opportunity to talk about you know hard limits. Just, I think, honestly, just to make me feel better, like that we talked about it. It was established. What did you think you were walking into? Am I, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you sure. To you, okay. yeah. I, we
1: love the fact that you listen. Please <laughs> yes. continue to okay, listen. Good. Okay, good.
3: So, yes, we, we're big fans of the podcast in general. So. I, I do like to uh, go back on things that other people have said. And so I have heard it mentioned before that other people have thought when you walk in, it's just there's going to be sex everywhere. Everyone's naked and like sex is happening, you know, like right in your face. And where, of course, it, it's visible. It's not like I my panicked brain thought it was going to be like I was going to. Yeah. Um, I know that in the podcast previously, people have said things about the porn on the, on the TVs or screens around you. And the overall environment is kind of overwhelming when you kind of, when you first walk in, this is a new experience and you kind of take that first. It was such an exciting,
1: <laughs> in my
3: opinion, like I walked in, I was like, wow, I, I was, I was pleasantly surprised more so then intimidated in your mind, you almost set yourself up to think that you're walking into this underground dungeon, you know, speakeasy type of thing. And people are just naked and sex is happening. And it's a right. scary environment. And I walked in and it being a very relaxed club like, you know, environment.
1: That's what I love
2: about it. It's, it's, it's a club where you can mingle in the front and have sex in the back. That's <laughs> what I love about it.
1: So walking in the first time you had an opinion of what the club was going to be. Did you have expectations for yourself as to what you would do that night?
3: We did not go in with <laughs> no, any yeah, we specific didn't have expectations and I really think he did that so that I didn't panic. It was this yeah. is your night to to see what I, you know, see what we've been yeah, I think it was more about.
2: just to tip, dip a toe in, kind of see what the lifestyle was about.
0: Had you guys been on the website prior to going to the club?
2: Yes, we we were the on we were on not. a website, but not the club website okay. at the time. We, we I Google searched adult sex clubs. And we found one. And then I was like, okay, let's try this. Let's give it a try. Let's give it a shot. Let's see what we can do. The first time we went, it was just just to go see what the atmosphere was about. Just to go see what we're getting ourselves into here. And that, like I was I was a hard no. I was off the table completely.
1: Real quick, I just want to clarify what your dynamic is. Because you've gone through <laughs> the hot wife. You've mentioned cuckold, but not in the sense that that's what you guys do. You've mentioned stag. You haven't mentioned vixen, but yeah. I, I see it in that area.
2: I would say we are... Constantly evolving. It is constantly. We are a constantly evolving stag-vixen relationship. I was letting her dictate anything that was to happen Was on her. I was fine if we went in there and did nothing. I was fine if we went in there and had an all-out gangbang. I was fine
3: with whatever. Yeah, that is true. I I going into this again. This is where we started. Was that strict hot wife dynamic? And in my opinion, he was off the table. That's not why I was curious about this. This is not who I was, or I had no interest of him being involved unless it was with me or watching me. What is that quiz called? Oh, the BDSM quiz. We did the BDSM quiz. Yep, we did that too. Yep. Yes. So we did the quiz before going in that was probably the best thing we could have done because we taught each other even more about one another what our kinks were that we maybe didn't want to just shout to the world you Mm -hmm. know or um, things we even just by completing the quiz discovered ourselves we've mentioned
0: this bdsm quiz in a previous episode but i enjoyed taking it and learning about my kinks so much that it's worth mentioning again the link
3: is in the show notes We discovered from the quiz right away that we were big exhibitionists. We both like to watch. It's not just him. It was definitely more than I realized. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like we definitely both love being watched and I like watching. So my top two were voyeurism and exhibitionism. So those were my top two. which you'd think would be an oxymoron like right. how could you be yeah. both, that
0: both? Yeah. and it's
2: like no i just i like to be watched and i also like watching as well and her top two were like rope bunny and then like <laughs> exhibitionist yeah a lot so i was of like that, oh okay where are we going here
3: <laughs> a lot of the submissive behavior that came from the past relationship came out in the quiz too as well which wasn't bad not all of those things fit into the relationship that we currently had or it showed him who I was and what I liked. So I was really just leading into us going in to the club. We walked in knowing those little things about ourselves and how can we bring those things out now that we're here. And that was watching everybody around us. That was... As the night grew on, you know, how can people watch us? There was just a lot of that was I would recommend that to a lot of people. I would really recommend that quiz because that really helped even leading up to that.
2: And the first thing we end up doing is we just kind of do a walk around after our tour, just the two of us. And I just grab her by the hand. and I just take her into a room that has this humongous wall of mirror on the one side. I think we closed the door. But that first time of like me just taking her into a room and just taking her broke the ice across the board. Yeah. And Even though
3: it had nothing to do with anybody else in the club, it just got us out of the nervousness and the you know intimidation factor. And like, hey, remember, I'm right here. It's you and mm-hmm. me. This yep. is this is what we like. And so we, I had that moment with him. And then we came out of that room feeling great. One little thing I like is when you come out of a room. Have you ever noticed how people look at you? Like if your hair's a little messy or you didn't go in looking just like as pristine as you did, they almost have an even better. Like they're looking at you even better. And yeah. there's something the on that smile. Yes, yes. There's something. Oh, I know what you just did. Yes, but Wait,
1: You didn't have a hair tie on before.
3: Yes. And I love the expressions on people's faces when I come out of rooms and it's not just one that, well, yeah, they've got that smirk and I know what you just did, but there's also this look on their face of like, but I don't know everything. That just happened in there. And then all of a sudden they kind of show that interest towards you and you want to kind of feed into that of, I can show you what I just did, you know, type (laughs) of thing. So I do really, I really liked right away coming out of the room that moment and watching people look at us and then it almost caused people to flock towards us a little bit when they saw oh they're they must be willing to play they just came out of a room with each they other were in
1: a room yeah yes. mm-hmm. like
3: when you're in yeah when you're in a room and then you come out of one they're like we know why they're here like, yeah you know and so that was and plus exciting they don't know.
2: and they don't know when you come out of a room they don't know is this her partner is the, is this two separate partners is, is she with somebody else and he's with somebody else right. it's like so they don't know so it's like it's that instant curiosity kicks in and it's like everybody wants to like get your dynamic and then find out who you are and what you guys are there for and like where it goes from there.
3: So we came out of that room and sat down in like a corner lounge area. And this is when, like I said, people kind of flocked to us out of curiosity now knowing they were just playing. So now I'm interested. And so we started having some good conversation with multiple people in this lounge area and that hot and heavy, exciting feeling stayed in the air from us just coming out of that room to now having conversation with other people. So I didn't, my mind didn't get to like panic or I didn't get nervous again. It was, I was very thankful for how our first night went because it just stayed, we stayed in that mood. And so we were sitting there and getting different stories and dynamics of different people and things like that. And right across from where we were sitting at this lounge area was a room that had one whole side that was a
2: just a um, window
3: yeah like a window you can either close the door or put a chain up type of thing and i remember he was kind of playing with me while i was sitting on his lap and we're talking to all these people again we we never really came down from that high and he did a good job i don't of think
2: i still i don't think i think i'm still up there
3: <laughs> <laughs> and uh he just he like pushed my hair behind my ear and whispered in my ear i don't think we should tiptoe around anymore i, I say we jump. I remember even kind of put, pulling back and like looking, him. it was a very hot moment, like looking him in the eyes and being like, and I, and I said back to him, I'm like, let's jump. So he grabbed me by the hand and took me in this room that had the window. And that alone was exciting to me because we just established that we like being watched and he likes doing watching, but just even to start this off with him and I.
2: No, we left the chain up. Okay. Up.
3: Okay. Okay. So we, so
2: people were gathering at the door and gathering at the window. Yes, so we was, went in and we had quite the crowd
3: we did we did and
2: well i should say she had quite
1: a crowd <laughs> I, I didn't want to correct you but <laughs> i understand why there was a crowd here
3: and while i my heart was beating out of my chest once i was in there it it just contributed to the moment it was it was a very hot and sexy moment for all of us and I consider it like my freedom moment. It's like all of a sudden where I got this breath of fresh air in my lungs of this is great. Like this is so cool. And so I tried not to turn my head too much and see how many people were at the window. <laughs> well, or I, I did who's at the door. <laughs> because I didn't want to psych myself out, but it was once we were finished and and we were, you know, gonna be able to start dressing again and things like that. And you you do get to really look around you and see what kind of audience you had and what kind of show you put on i was like i'm hooked already <laughs> Like, i could do this i could put on these shows like i was really really into it this topped anything and everything i had ever done before and was like i'm in it now i there was no turning back
0: thanks for joining us for a hump day quick
1: we hope this brought you some midweek excitement
0: If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience,
1: please call 844-4Humpday and leave us a message.
0: Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.